Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Adam and Tony. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing all right. How about you? Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good or amazing? You know what? I'm I'm still drying out from last from the last few days in Disney World. So it was the wettest I've ever experienced. It was kind of great in some ways and awful on the other. So <laughs> I was down there. We got invited down by Disney to go watch the fireworks for um, Happily Ever After and then Epcot Forever over in Epcot. They threw a little dessert party and everything. So hopefully that means the the dessert parties are coming back actually so i'll talk a little bit about that later i am i am now a fan of the dessert parties mm. so yes have you guys ever done one been a, a good number of years where was i with you at that time yes yes i okay. did a dessert party in epcot and i've done one on the tomorrowland terrace okay okay i see i had never done the tomorrowland terrace one so only the epcot one and i I was never a huge fan of the Epcot ones, but, you know, let's just talk about this now. You know what? I was never a fan of the ones in Epcot because I felt the food wasn't very good. And I felt like maybe the location was kind of not great. Like, do you remember getting ashes blown on you? Uh, no. Okay. So that happened with me. Like you get in your eye. It was not good. And I felt like the food wasn't great and it was kind of dark, but I'm a big fan of the Magic Kingdom ones now because the food was really good. The location was great. Tinkerbell flew right over us. That was fun. So where is the, where did you sit for the Epcot one? So the couple times I've done that and we did that once as like a huge agency thing a few years ago in Epcot. We did it in Italy. I've also done it in the UK. I think Italy is a better location than the UK. I thought the UK was where we had an issue with the ash. Um, but this one was in Italy and it was fine. Um, but it's just, you know, it's dark and it was raining. So Italy they, is is the elevated like platforms that they got overlooking the the water, right? On top of the water almost. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a little terrace area. And and we were we ate inside, so they because it was raining so bad at that time. We ate inside and then we went out for the party or for the the fireworks, which were pretty enjoyable. I do have to say people were definitely complaining about watching that fireworks show with those big um, giant the barges. Uh, yeah, the barges. Thank you. Which I guess they're not barges, are they? Because they don't float away. <laughs> they just stay there. Yes. <laughs> are we That's being lied point. to? That's a good point. I, I mean, if there were barges, barges, you could hide them, right? That would be brilliant. They're like but, islands at this point. They're small countries. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're small countries. I, I had to use my passport. You know, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, but the one over at Tomorrowland Terrace, that was phenomenal. First of all, the food was really good. There weren't really any bad spots to sit, although there were some that were better. And uh, I loved that. And I would definitely pay for that was worth it to me just and and I always you know how I always crab about how like oh I don't like the fireworks and I think what I don't like is everybody crowded around me but <laughs> in that location it's great so I would definitely do it again so. where did you eat inside in acre shoes oh oh they opened it yeah so you went so. there and then you walked from there to the Italy pavilion yeah it's so close so wow Hmm. Yeah. 
it was kind of a blur too, because quite frankly, it was raining. So you could have told me I was anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, like, like honestly, the first night they had the fireworks, which was on July 1st, Tinkerbell couldn't fly because it rained. But the night we were there, it actually stopped raining for the fireworks on the second. So we got to see her fly. So that's literally the first time she's flown since March of 2020. So that was mm. nice and special. So, and it was great. Like everybody was crying and clapping and I got teary eyed and you know, I'm not a big crier. So I enjoyed that completely. So that was my exciting couple of days. And now I'm back home with you guys. Did, we missed um, you. I yeah. know. I know. I, you guys did like a, what, a three hour show the other day. It was amazing. It was an hour and a half, but you know, it was, it was long. Cool. Yeah. Right. It was, it was very good. So thank, thank you. you for uh, holding down the fort. I appreciate that. You're going to say something, Adam? So the fireworks have just come back. Dessert parties are not on the schedule, but no, we know that Disney loves their dessert parties. So do you think, do you think they're coming back anytime soon? I think so. I, I think that that was the whole, you know, I mean, the whole reason for it really is to kind of like um, give everyone a sneak peek of those. I, I actually thought, okay, so today's Tuesday. It's Tuesday after 4th of July. So we didn't expect any announcements on Monday. I thought, in fact, one of my friends said this morning, she's like, okay, how many announcements today? And I'm like, a bunch. We didn't get anything. Well, we did. We got one thing. And we'll talk about it. But um, I would imagine maybe a week or two. They're very lucrative. They're a special occasion. You know, people want that. They have zero problem selling them. The problem for us is actually getting clients in them. So um, I think they'll be back. Interesting question. So a client of mine I was talking to in the airport the other day, and we were getting some of the things ready for him for when he does dining. And he mentioned his daughter wanting to do Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Do you guys think that's coming back? At some point, it's got to. It's a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's coming back at some point. Yes. So I think it's coming back. But you know what a friend of mine said? She, she said, um, it can't come back right away because little kids can't get vaccinated. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I didn't even think about that. I thought I just thought like Tony, I'm like, geez, this is a moneymaker. Of course you're gonna do it. So I think we might have a wait on that, but I don't think we're gonna have a wait on the dessert party. So it looked very normal when we were there. I mean, nobody's wearing a mask. Cast members have the option of wearing them and they're not really wearing them. Um, we were packed in like sardines leaving the fireworks. So it was pretty much like in regular July. Um, maybe the crowds were a tiny bit lower. Like for example, I always like, even if I'm alone, I will go on Toy Story Midway Mania. So I had like, a, I went to the park by myself the last day because Bridget left early and um, I went to Epcot for a little bit. And then I hopped over to Hollywood because I had a couple hours and I went on Toy Story because I always do. I love that ride. And posted wait time, 45 minutes, maybe a 25 to 30 minute wait. It wasn't any longer than that, which is really short for summer for that ride. So I still think the crowds are not as high as they could be. And I don't think, I mean, you guys know this. They don't have all their resorts open still. No. And they're putting the limit on the annual pass holders with their how many uh, park passes they can use or, or, or hold, I should say, at a yeah. given time. So it's not as easy for an annual pass holder to just show up and 
and and hang out. Um, right. So I mean, it just it makes sense. And of course, the the Brazilian uh, population and the UK population aren't here. Right. But I did. Deal. We did hear some non-English speaking people. This is the first time really since everything started that I heard people from other countries. No Brits, not yet at least. But um, I did hear like people speaking Spanish and and things like that, which, you know, I, I don't think they were from the U.S. I think they were from other places. So I, I think they're slowly being able to travel. Oh, you bring up the issue with hotels. So I know Tony knows this. We're dying. We need these hotels to open. Tony, is there anything else besides Port Orleans and the All-Stars that aren't open yet? Yeah, the Animal Kingdom Lodge is not currently open, but has an opening date in August. And the Polynesian Village Resort uh, has an opening date, I believe, of July 19th, between the 17th okay. and the 19th, that weekend there it's opening. Um, so, yeah, you know, from a travel agent perspective, it's rough. There are periods in November and October where if you look for a room on property, you cannot find anything. And, and and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm looking in a specific resort. I mean, if you do a resort-wide search on specific days, you will come back with no results. Yeah. So it's it's difficult. You know, that's thousands of hotel rooms that Disney is not booking uh, just because those resorts are not open. And it's it's difficult to bring guests in. Now, the other side of that is that means that the park capacity is still not at its max because you figure it can't be at its max if they're not filling up their resorts. So if they open up their resorts, they're going to have to increase park capacity probably. So it's it's a double-edged sword because I don't necessarily know that I'm ready to go back to like 100% crowds. So I think, and I agree with you, I, it was, I, I'm going to say there were moments when I think because we're so used to social distancing, wearing masks, this was the first time, and I've been there like several times since, since, you know, like April, let's say, this was the first time that I felt a little like there were moments when I was uncomfortable, not the whole time, obviously, but, the, you know, here and there, I was wanting to think, you know, hey, back off a little, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was, it was a little different. Oh, I think I hear a little bird. Oh, wait, it's Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Hi. How hey, I'm Hi. good. How are you? Good. So we were actually just talking about feeling like a little tiny bit crowded when we were there that uh, last couple of days. How did you feel? Uh, yeah, there were certain instances where, you know, you're not used to that tightness, that type of crowd that's going on, um, especially yeah. in like um, on a mansion. We went in into the stretch room and they they packed you in like they usually do. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I was okay. I mean, I didn't didn't bother me, but having been through everything before, like you know, you you're just very conscious of it now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was and after the fireworks it was crowded too. Yeah, definitely. Like old we're times. Just, yeah, it really was. It felt like old times only. You know, now we feel so much differently about it. I mean, the interesting thing is that, like, you know, I don't know about you, but I 
wasn't really sick during the entire pandemic. Like I didn't even have, I maybe had like one mild cold. Unfortunately for Liza, that was when we were in Disneyland. Um, but other than that, I I was fine. And I kind of liked the mask wearing a little bit like perversely, like part of me wants it off because I want to be able to communicate better with people and hear people yeah. talk. You know, it's hard to, but then part of me is like, you know, oh gosh, you know, these people are really close and God knows, and there's a little kid sniffling and this, that, and the other. And so, mm-hmm. um, which brings us to the point that we were just discussing, which is things like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. How can you open that when you have little kids or the ones going and they can't be vaccinated? So. Right. I mean, here's my other thing though, with that is that, you know, you have like our salon is open. Right. And Katie can go in there without a mask on because our yeah. mandate is done right um, in Pennsylvania. So I don't know. Like I, I'm kind of like at that point, I'm like, well, you may as well just open it up. And yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I, far be it for me to, to make a call on masks, but, but, you know, have the, have little ones wear a mask and yeah. you know, they don't, put, you know, give them lip gloss to take home and put on later. Oh, that's actually smart. See, you yeah. always have the ideas. That is smart though. <laughs> I mean, cause seriously, because you know, Disney's going to err on the side of caution, right? You know? Um, mm-hmm. so speaking yeah. of actually erring on the side of caution, uh, Tony was going to talk a little bit about a cruise that was canceled. Big news. We all know that Disney was supposed to do their test cruise for the CDC Uh, And that was going to take place at the end of June, utilizing crew members uh, from DCL. And uh, that cruise did not take place. Um, And the reason it did not take place is that a number of uh, false positive tests were returned. Um, Everyone had to have a COVID test prior to the sale date. And I believe the number was that five, uh, five tests came back as positive. Uh, They were retested again. Uh, and at that point, they were determined to be negative. Um, but with those five false positives, uh, Disney noted that there were some inconsistencies with the testing results uh, based on the CDC guidelines. So they have opted to postpone that test cruise. Uh, they have not given a new date, but uh, hopefully it's soon. So what do you think about that? You're our, you're our cruise guy. Uh, you know, false positives are going to happen. Uh, it's a statistical thing. I don't know. You know, I'm sure they had their reasons for not moving forward. Even if they had false positives and they moved forward, they would have tested and found out the next day anyway, which is what happened, that those were actual negatives. So it wouldn't have affected the sailing. I just, you know, I think they're just taking things slowly. And, you know, it's been, what, 16 months now since a, a cruise line has had guests on it with Disney. Really, what's another two weeks? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, on the other hand, uh, I forget which cruise line it was, but they had two children uh, test positive, uh, you know, mid-cruise for COVID. So it's it's going to happen, you know, just because you're in that bubble it doesn't mean that no one's going to to come down with it. it. It's possible that you could be asymptomatic. So I I just think that you know they need to follow whatever the CDC says. We've mentioned before that it's a 74 point guideline uh, to get sailing back up and running. And uh, you know if it takes another couple of weeks and all 74 of those issues are addressed, and I can 
sail with some degree of comfort, you know, I'll I'll get back on a cruise, as will other people. My next cruise is scheduled for December, uh, and that's my first non-Disney cruise uh, with uh, Virgin Voyages. Oh my so gosh! You I decided am, to do it. Yeah. So I am I am hoping that uh, that we're we're up and sailing by December. Um, I, I really hope to see them. I hope so. You know, on the water by by September, which is a, a best case scenario at this point, um, because it's it's been far too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I feel bad for the crew, and I feel bad for people that you know spent you know the 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 crew that worked on other ships. Right. Right. And I mean, they it's not only work. it's not only the crew that works on the ship. I mean, that's a small part of it, but it's it's right. the ans- ancillary economy. Uh, mm-hmm. of of Florida. I believe 40% yeah. of the United States cruise industry runs through Florida. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're talking about billions of dollars that are being lost because it's not just the cruise line. It's that mom and pop store that sells sandwiches to people who show up before the cruise. You right, know, yeah. it's it's that mini golf course that you play at the night before you leave, you know. So it's got this big ripple effect. And the longer... Down. The longer ships are off the water, um, the the more of these businesses that are going to be impacted. So uh, I just, you know, I hope it returns, but I want it to return safely. So here's my question. What do you think about, okay, there's a listener. Hi, Christine, um, who's booked on, I think her her cruise is August 9th. What do you think? 50-50? It's Disney. Uh, it's Disney. Uh, there was a story from Disney which ship was she on? Do you remember? She's on the Dream. So the Dream has canceled up through August 6th at this point. Yes, that's the thing. Like, she's just going to squeak in if it happens. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I'd like to see it return. Best case scenario right now, that's that's August 7th for the Dream. Um, as long as they're doing it safely, I, I'd like to yeah. see it return. But you know, the the longer it takes for them to get this test cruise off, you may see them have to push that. Yeah. You know that return date back into September. Okay. Mm-hmm. I well, know. We I have a listener Jennifer Lopez who's sailing in September. Is she really? Which one is she on? Mm-hmm. She's on a fantasy. Okay. End of September. Okay, I've got a I've got a neighbor on that one too. Maybe they're on the same ship. Yeah, and and their return. Uh, well, I should say their cancellation dates right now are kind of all over the map. Yeah, uh, the dream, it's hard to keep up with. The dream is like. canceled. The, the dream is canceled through August 6th. The fantasy is canceled through August 28th. The wonder is canceled through September 19th. And the magic uh, has U.S. departures canceled through November 4th of this year. Now, that, is also, that also happens to be because the magic is over in the United Kingdom right now. And they've decided to do the staycations over there for a while in lieu of their... Uh, Mediterranean and European sailings. Have you heard anything about those yet? I haven't heard boo about them. I have not. I'm following a couple people that are booked on some of them, but uh, I have not really heard anything yet. Is Jennifer Lopez sailing out of Miami? No. That was a, no. that was meant. That was supposed to be a Jennifer Lopez joke. Oh, haha. I know, right? But uh-huh. I was just gonna ask if she was back with what's his name. Mark Listen, Anthony. Chris, no, Chris she dumped Mark Anthony. Now yeah, she's did. with her ben. old one. She's with it's it's Benifer. it's a Benefer Summer. <laughs> yep. Listen, and I I have a ragged. I can't. I, I'm taking days to recover here. So I I've been calling a friend of mine Benefer because she's sort of been like flirting with her ex-husband a little bit. I hope she doesn't listen to the show. 
And, um, <laughs> and, uh, I don't think she listens maybe once in a while, but anyway, I've been saying, Hey, Benifer, but you know, it's like a Benifer <laughs> summer. It's a trend. I'm telling you it's going to happen. People are going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to filter down to the masses. So watch yourself. Let's go and talk about, so we talked about the dessert party a tiny bit, um, okay. before you got on Bridget. So Sorry. plus minus, did you like it? Yeah, I mean, I've so I've done the Epcot dessert parties and I've done the Star Wars dessert parties. Mm-hmm. I've never done the Magic Kingdom one, and um, so that was it was nice. I I said to Mark when I came home, I was like, if that pops up before our trip, we're we're just gonna do it because yeah, it's a nice way to see the fireworks and not have stress of being in a crowd and having that crowd push forward when you've gotten yeah. your spot. You're there, you sit, you watch it, you're done. Whereas like. The Star Wars one, you're you were in a location, and then you were escorted to another location to watch the fireworks, which was great. I mean, they were wonderful, and it was worth the money to do that. But um, but this was a little different. It was nice because you just plopped yourself down, you sat, you ate, and then you just sat in the same spot. No, it was a really small group. I think there were what do you think maybe fifty people in there when that we did it. It wasn't a big group. Yes, that not even. I don't even think. It was yeah. That think there weren't a ton of people there it was like you know it's a nice space yeah and there is one that's in the garden area so there's one that's in the Tomorrowland Terrace and there's one in the garden area and apparently there was something going on in the garden area when when we were there too it's probably media because when you think and I thought about this later and I thought okay so you're putting your 25 to 50 travel agents in one spot most of them maybe aren't as how can I put this? A lot of travel agents are not as keen on doing social media as like these these bloggers and stuff. They're going to be like all over it. So of course they're going to give them the slightly better view. Although I think we lucked out. Like like we got in. We were well, there. That's like, cheaper to do the garden. It's cheaper. What really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not yeah, know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, I. Cover. Well, and I, I think our view is that what the one we got, which was sort of like the secondary kind of like people all rushed in and they got that right up front kind of thing. But I ended up really liking our spot, which is farther over towards Laugh Factory. I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah, that's um, a good spot. But yeah, so so that that gets a big thumbs up from us. We had a really good time at that. Mm-hmm. And it, we were dry for once, so it was great. Um, for once. I know. <laughs> like... Was- I feel so bad for people that were on vacation last week and then even this week because that hurricane's coming through. Yep. It was, it was exceptionally bad. It was one of those weeks where you can't get dry at all. And my hair, I started, I went from Hermione hair, which is somewhat acceptable to Hagrid hair. And my hair looked like Hagrid's hair the whole week, like the <laughs> whole weekend. It was so bad. I had to, you know, like I would try to pull it up and it, it didn't even want to do that. It was like crazy. I really look like Hagrid minus the yeah, beard. But you that, look cute when you put your, your hair up. Well, thank you. That's you very actually, nice of you. Yes. You look like, like I put my hair up and like my, my forehead shows. It's like a big shiny thing, but yeah, I got you that look going too. Hair up. Thanks. That's nice of you. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send that $5 in the mail. Okay, thanks. So let's go to Adam. Adam's going to talk a little bit about something that makes my daughter very sad. Go ahead, Adam. Docking Bay 7, which is the quick service restaurant at Galaxy's Edge, specifically at Hollywood Studios, they have updated the menu. And based on what I can see from the official website, 
they have replaced items. They're, they're not adding items. Uh, so some of the new items are a Batuan beef and crispy topato stir fry, which is smoky braised beef glazed in tamarind sauce served with stir fried vegetables. Tamarind. 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 Way to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really. I'm not gonna be good with this. Crispy herb yuca, pickled onions and cilantro. That's like a that's like a bad I guess a beef stir fry, right? With with that stir fried good. vegetables yeah. and such. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a good. fancy one, yeah. Yeah. Roasted Endorian chicken salad. Uh hmm. marinated chicken, mixed greens. This is like chicken on a salad, basically. Lemon pomegranate vinaigrette. Mm, spiced yogurt drizzle. That's different. Uh we have a per okay, sorry. Perjand, P I R J A N A D hot chicken tip yip. this is is entertaining keep going this is crispy chicken glazed in a spicy chipotle sauce served with white rice relish i I can't say words relish of sweet corn i'm thinking of like when liza made fun of me for how i say restaurant Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) shishito peppers jamaica yamaka i don't oh my gosh this is bad jicama jicama Plantains and cilantro. Uh, they had chicken yip, tip yip, which was like a fried piece of like boneless chicken, but now they are making it spicy. You sound like those Sesame Street characters. They're like yip 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 yip. yip. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have, and then they have something I'd be interested in: a pica tuna poke. So a poke bowl, right? Uh, raw tuna, spicy sriracha sauce. Green papaya salad. That sounds good. Pickled mushrooms, fresh herbs, and crispy garlic. So they have add. They have replaced some other items, I guess, that maybe they weren't as popular. Chris can explain what was really popular in her house. But they have kept the plant-based meatballs, mm. which I know people love those very much. I love the plant-based meatballs. They're my favorite. I will literally park hop just for that. Kind of like when I go over to Universal just for butterbeer. Yeah, she almost made me park off last week. Yeah. But you were kind of like, like, I was like, are we really doing this right now? (laughs) In the rain. Let's think logically, please. Didn't we do, we did like, we ate at the um, festival, right? In Epcot? Yes. Okay, that's what we did. Yeah, because that turned out right. That was great. We were starving by like nine o'clock. Well, and we could hole up in that little festival center. Yeah, that was nice. I I will give you that. Nobody was in there either, which kind of surprised me. I thought it'd be packed. Yeah, no, I was too. Well, I mean, that's that's we were just talking about this too. It's like, you know, the whole couple days we were there, I didn't find it that crowded. Yeah. Um, it was just crowded when you know the fireworks or whatever, because everybody wanted to see that. So. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, it was kind of you know it wasn't bad. So. So my daughter, she loves. They have a roast beef there, and and it is really good. I had it the other day just for the heck of it. And um, even though my daughter wasn't there, so I kind of missed her because that's her thing. She's going to be really mad because she loves that. But they do still have it out in Disneyland. And we were going to Disneyland in like five or six days for a family vacation. So um, so she'll get to have it there. <laughs> she gets mad. <laughs> She's actually very sweet, but you all know what I mean. If you're listening and you have not been to Docking Bay 7, I would certainly suggest going there. It's a it, it gets you out of the heat because it's all air conditioned. It's high, really high ceiling, so it's open air inside, which I like a lot. 
I don't like when you feel like you're cramped into like a place to eat. I like to have space. And it's good. It's good. Now, who, now whether this new stuff, you know, we will like, I don't know. But it, how else are you going to find out, right? And you still can buy your spork uh, for $11 with a little travel bag. Limit Yay, one Yes, spork. Okay, Tony wants to talk a little bit about discounts that have come out. That's right. Since we are first and foremost a travel agency, mm-hmm. I thought I'd let our listeners know that there are some discounts out for travel this summer. Uh, the first one is a Florida resident discount, which is available at Walt Disney World. Uh, it is for stays most nights from August 8th through September 4th, uh, and bookings have to be made between uh, July 7th and September 4th, uh, and that is a sliding scale uh, discount based on the level of resort of level of resort in which you are staying. Uh, there is also an annual pass holder discount that is available for those same nights. So if you're a Florida resident or an annual pass holder. Walt Disney World is the place to be as summer winds down. Uh, Out in Disneyland, U.S. military members, um, both active or retired, have special rates to stay at any of the Disneyland Resort hotels this year. Um, And that is for stays most nights from July 6th through December 16th. And travel has to be booked by December 12th of this year. That is the deal there uh, in California. And then if you're also a Californian, you get discounted tickets at Disneyland through September. Uh, You can buy a three-day one-park ticket for $249 or a three-day park hopper ticket for $304. Uh, Those tickets have to be used any three days between now and September 30th. So it's not, uh, you know, it's like the old days of the non-expiration option, uh, but they're really giving you about uh, two months to uh, use those three days, which is a very generous window. Uh, and that is available to California residents uh, in uh, certain zip codes, and uh, that is required um, to uh, you're required to provide a government issued ID for both purchase and admission with those tickets. I thought it was interesting that they have discounted California resident tickets out in Disneyland right now because I would have thought that people were just like, raring to go, you know, to get into those parks. So, I mean, it's kind of nice for us that, you know, we could get these discounted rooms and stuff, but the ticket shocked me. Well, you know what? Maybe they're all annual pass holders and they're all holding off because either A, they're upset that their annual passes are going away or they're holding off to see what the new annual pass program is. Yeah, I thought that was supposed to come out at the end of June. That was the rumor, but I have not heard anything lately, so... I mean, I don't know that I would renew my pass out there because I feel like I can get out there twice a year, but I'm only going to go like, I don't know, two or three nights each time. I don't know. So I don't know that I would renew it anyway, but I loved having a pass there. The discounts are really good, like on food and everything. So I liked that part of it. Adam's going to close out the show with one sad story or in my case, one happy story. Go ahead, Adam. We have lost a uh, true legend in the uh, Disney community. 15 years of unforgettable magic. Mm. Stacy is no more on the resort TV channels. She's gone. I mean, she's not personally gone. She's still alive, and she does her like yeah. voiceover work or something. But she is no mm-hmm. more on. You can no more, no longer see her on your resort TV, and um, and and fi- figure out what the must dos are for your your Walt Disney World vacation. 
So I'm not did I'm not smart enough for... to figure out my own must do's. Yeah. I need Stacy. Darn and it. And her wide leg she pants. She hasn't been updated in like yeah ten years. Mm-hmm. So I remember when she first came out and so that different. the tankini was so daring for its time. And now tankini. it's just commonplace. But yeah, you didn't see a lot of tankinis and she had one and she was sliding around in the water and it's like, oh, that was a cute bathing suit. Now it's like, eh, whatever. People are just so crazy nowadays. They just go naked to the water parks. Well, maybe she needed to do that because she's she's off now. And um, and it's unfortunate. Now, the good thing is you can still see her on YouTube. Mm. Um, you could just type Who in. Who would go do- to YouTube yeah. to watch that? What is uh, wrong with that person? Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she really did have a, have a have a massive fan club of like Disney male Disney nerds for the most part. They loved her, and I just never got it because I always thought, okay. But I have a personal story because you know, on my old podcast we interviewed her, and it wasn't the best interview. I'll just leave it at that. So well, you guys needed me, a, a true fan. Do you about. know what? You probably would have done much better because we were just kind of like, eh. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't good. It wasn't good. I think we actually took that show down. I don't think we kept it up. It was that was how bad it was. Mm. So it was it was definitely not a good show. So um so yeah. You know what you know what was a good show? Must what? be Disney. Oh. <laughs> I never uh. liked it. My kids used to watch it though. So it would I would I would have it on uh, as I'm um, sure just did. in the background. You know, I really <laughs> did it put you to sleep at night. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I mean, at this point, I didn't really need to know the must-dos, but I understand why it existed. You know, people needed to know what was going on, and yeah. it was good. It was hard when like things were like new things were happening, and she didn't like like the Star Wars wasn't a must-do, and even like Flight of Passage wasn't a must-do, and I was like, come on, Stacy, are you paying attention? But you know what? She appreciated the classic attractions like uh, Summit Plummet at Typhoon Lagoon. Oh, no, Summit Plummet's at Blizzard Beach. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and um, Splitsville, sushi with your strikes, anyone? Come on, that's a, that's a, that's a classic. <laughs> wow, you've really watched a lot of those. Oh, yeah. And then when she would go to Germany, pretzels, beer. And I think means and or or. I don't really know. Eight. A beer. beer. Well, did she say pretzel und beer? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what it means. Yep. <laughs> that's, thank you. That was four years of German in undergrad. Thank you. You could, <laughs> you could have been the interpreter for a I know. I German. could have. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Yes. Um, so, yeah, right. no, I, I was never a fan. That's all I can say about that. But, you know, I know that other people liked her. So I'm going to throw a little curveball. Okay. You could have a a let's be serious here a dream host of must do Disney. Who would it be? Mm. You could pick anybody, dead or alive. You could pick anybody. Mm. That's a tough one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass that on for a second while I think okay. about it. John Stamos. Oh my gosh, you're 100 percent right. That would be good. He loves Disney. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Him or Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans loves Disney too. Stamos has an appeal that uh, <laughs> this that is, is going to be weird, right? No, Stamos has universal appeal. I mean, what? Women want to be with him, and no, men want to be true. him. 
Nope. He's so not that. He's, do you know, he's one of those people who's extremely attractive, but not attractive. I think I've never, I can guarantee you, I do not know one woman who would be like, Oh my God, John Stamos dreamy. Right. Bridget. Talk to me. (laughs) I don't don't call him attractive. Apparently he's a nice man though. Uncle Jesse is attractive. Yeah. (laughs) We need to have a discussion. All right, okay. I will. I will say, if we're going to go with the universal appeal um, and some type of Disney tie-in, I would choose either Paul Rudd, uh, mm. just because he's like everybody's buddy, yeah, he's or like, he's I, I would. Too. I would take Patrick Warburton, uh, also known as David from. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Patrick. Right, he's Patrick, your flight attendant. In yeah, Sol- he's Putty from Seinfeld. Hey, David is the Putty character, mm. but I would I would love him to see like a must to do a must do Disney in his flight attendant character, Agreed. which is essentially David Putty. That would be a good one too. Yeah, we have good ideas. You do have good ideas. What about what about you, Adam? Well, see, I, I it's, I it's going to be a Muppet, isn't it? No, no I, actually, <laughs> oh my God. no. But now that you say that, um, like like. Uh, Doctor Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker would have been that would be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I would I, if I could get Carol Burnett in her prime in like the seventies, doing it. Wait now, a minute, are you being ageist? You don't well, want her to be like you know. Sorry, Carol Burnett. I don't know if she's gonna like go down Summit Plummet or or ride. Um, so cause she know, can float around the kiddie pool. Tower of Terror. <laughs> I mean, she's still very, she's still hilarious, but like her, but a lot of her old humor was also like physical comedy where right. she would, you know, do things and run up and down. So like, that would be good. Or I would want like a Steve Martin or a, uh, cause he's, yeah, smart. Steve Martin is really I love funny. Steve Martin. Yeah. And for the nerds, I would want a Imagineer doing it. So give me hmm. Joe. No, that Joe won't Rody. appeal to many people. Yeah. Well, no, because the... I'm going to be honest with Joe Rody. I would stare at his ear the entire time. <laughs> be like that's going to fall apart, isn't it? Any minute. Don't get it on the carpet, <laughs> Joe. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have one. I don't have one that would wouldn't come off as like kind of like stupid. So I can't. I can't even think of one. Carrie Fisher. Um, Carrie Fisher. Well, there's one problem with that. But right. I mean, oh, can it? Can I go back in time? Is that what yeah, I can I, do? Yeah, dead or alive, anybody you want. Then Julius I would pick Caesar. Uh, you want. I would, I would actually pick Mussolini because <laughs> he's got spark. No, I would. <laughs> you really must do it if he says so. No, um, I don't know. I, I would pick Ray Fiennes from the early '90s, actually. That's because you think he's cute. He was really attractive back then. <laughs> what can I say? You're done. No, <laughs> I don't know if I got to look at somebody while they talk about Disney, although I don't know that he'd look good in a bathing suit. He's a little pale. So, okay, never mind. Then I want Kermit the Frog. I think Kermit and Piggy would be fantastic. Like they could have an argument and then they could make up. They could go to the ganachery. He could buy her chocolate and say, I'm sorry, maybe get her a ring. They have all kinds of stuff at Disney Springs. So you could have a whole tie in about their dysfunctional relationship which honestly it is dysfunctional i've decided if i can't have mussolini or ray fines well adam i just want you to know that if, if you need your stacy fix uh you can check out voiceover buzz weekly uh which is a show that she hosts with uh, voiceover producer chuck uh duran i believe it is yeah chuck duran so check that out if you need your stacy fix hmm 
what does she do? She just talk. That sounds like the most boring podcast I've ever heard. That's like wa- watching paint dry weekly. You it's, know, uh, not exciting either. I'll have you know, it's an award-winning global voiceover web show that inspires, entertains, and educates. We're award-winning too. We are. Um, I just gave us an award. Did you know that my uh, Disney Drive Time podcast is the number one rated Disney podcast in the lower Naugatuck Valley of Connecticut? So No way. <laughs> there we go. Award-winning right there, my friends. Well, we're very big in a certain area of Australia. There's like two listeners there. It's a little tiny village. Okay, we're going to have a special guest on right now. We're going to have Mark on to talk about something that Bridget and I did and Mark didn't get to do. <laughs> which is Casey's Corner. Sort of satisfying. Now, it was satisfying, right? Like we specific, we were supposed to be in Epcot, right? But we specifically went to we Casey's. We were going to have like regular breakfast, like normal yeah. people. Yeah. And like we had a hot people. dog at like 11 o'clock in the morning, which I would never do. And I don't really, I mean, hot dogs are okay to me. I don't love them. You know what? I, I don't really like hot dogs. I mean, the only place I will yeah. eat one is there. And I have one for maybe like every five years. One, like I'll have a hot dog. And I felt like so, I had a weight in my stomach after we ate it. And I was like, Ugh. but we did it. We ate there. And it was good. Very angry. Mark, are you on? <laughs> I am on. Yes. Okay. All right. So we only went to Casey's to spite you. I mean, to a lesser I know. extent, to a lesser extent, we really wanted to spite Adam and Tony. But it really was about you. So I'm going to let Bridget take this over since since this is – I'm not a marriage counselor. I'm just enjoying it. Go ahead. Well, I'm not a hot dog person, but every time we go to Disney, he wants to eat at Casey's. And I'm like, I don't feel like a hot dog. I don't really want to eat a hot dog. But since it's been closed, he's been lamenting about how he can't get this hot dog. So it opens. And we went and got a hot dog. And so I texted That's right. him – and Nick, because Nick wants to go too. And Nick was like, I said, I was like, I'm eating a hot dog at Casey's. He's like, I just told daddy. <laughs> it's like, I don't care if you told daddy. <laughs> and he's like, he's really mad. I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> and I was very bitter. I was very bitter about the entire situation. It was very, I was like, that's my restaurant. That's where I want to go. You can eat here. But you get care. to go next week. Oh, I mean, sure. You know. That's Whatever. true. So I can go somewhere else if I don't want a hot dog. It was, <laughs> I will say, it was very healthy. It was like I was after that. I was like, Bridget, there's, there's, there's only one way this would have been better is if you had texted Mark and let him know you were eating half a hot dog at Casey's, and that you were throwing the other half away, and then you took a picture of a half-eaten hot dog as you were throwing it away. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you said that because I actually don't like a hot dog that's bigger than the bun. And those hot dogs are like three inches bigger yeah. than the bun. So take- I had to I had to yeah, cut it off and make it. I oh, my God. Yeah. So that hot dog hot. just. I yeah. Hate and they're still getting their quick service ordering thing down. Uh, yeah. Quite, At that place. Yep. Yeah. They were not quite there, but it's OK. They're working on it. They just opened. It's fine. You know, well, and just, just to careful. say, like, things are opening. My brother is, he's had it, he's there in Orlando now. He just got in and um, working full-time in quick service. I don't think he knows where he's going to be yet, but all of my friends that were, had been laid off from the pandemic are now being pulled back. 
um, that hadn't been pulled back before because of, you know, the, the restaurants or whatever, wherever they were working hadn't opened yet. So it's a good thing to see. I'm happy. Can for you him. imagine oh, yeah. if he's working at Casey's? That would be like the, my dream come true. <laughs> it, it, I, I bet it would be. Well, and <laughs> how I'll many college... and he'll, he'll answer me like three days later. <laughs> we saw a ton that, of I college mean... program kids there too, by the way. So good. just so yeah. you know. Yeah, they're all coming back. It's it's good to see. Yeah. But is yeah. like Casey's is like the quintessential restaurant. Like what's what says theme park like a hot dog, like a good hot dog. Mm, you gotta have whenever it. Whenever I think of theme parks, I think of that hairy man sweating in a tank top who accidentally rubs, perhaps it wasn't accidental, rubs up next to you. And then for the rest of the day, you're thinking about it. Oh, is that just me? I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> that is disturbing. It was disturbing. And it always happens. I'm just saying. No, no, you're right. The hot dog is very theme it's, park. It's the quintessential theme park food. You've got to have one. I just I, don't understand why you never get to. So you've literally never eaten there. No, I've okay. eaten there, but it's 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 rare. Because okay. we're just because you know here here's the here the, the, here's the, the dirty little secret Coming. is the of the campy you know trip to Disney World is is it Bridget makes the call you know she, we're just following her right and Aww. she doesn't want to go so the kids make the call I don't make yeah the call. I don't believe you Mark she was entirely <laughs> pleasant the entire time we were there in fact she may have accommodated one or two of my whims with no complaints. Nothing. Not even yeah. an eye roll that I could see. So. <laughs> the children so, make the call. This, this is true. The children sort of make the call. But the kids like eating there. They like the corn dog nuggets. The like, and the fries, is, the fries are really good there. Really the fries are good. And then they're like miserable because they're, they're hangry. And we just go where, you know, what's close. Yeah. I don't That's know. That's what we I do just, too. I, and I'm not like, I like hot dogs, but I, if I'm in a theme park that has good food, I'm not going to get a hot dog. I'd like to address one thing also. Well, uh, a hot dog, the only proper condiment is relish and mustard, preferably a ton of mustard to kill the fact that, you know, God knows what's in that. Um, So you don't really think about it, but she puts ketchup on her hot dog and that's just weird and gross. So who does Bridget does. Yes. I agree. Totally. It's disgusting. Ketchup it's and wrong. Mustard. No, it's, it's not wrong. wrong. It's weird. It's, not, it's, it's just disgusting. Wrong. <laughs> Are you from the north? Is that what they do up north? No. No. That's like Adam with his pizza. He's the expert. Yeah. No. You, it's, it's, it's mustard, onions. That's Ew, what, I don't uh, onions on my hot That's what goes on a hot dog. No. Cheese. Mm-mm. Chili. Cheese. Oh okay, yeah. Chili. No, stop it. No, I don't know what the heck's wrong with you. Stop it. See, uh, right, so okay, so up here, and Adam, Adam and I have had this discussion before about sheets versus Wawa, right? Like this is a big Pennsylvania thing. Oh, gas station. Have hot you dog heard about delicious. this? Well, it's now you can't properly call sheets or or Wawa gas stations, but at okay. any rate, in college, I went to college in Western PA, and that's sheets territory, right? And um. And, 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 you know, after you would go out for the evening and you'd come back and be, you know, having had a few drinks and whatnot, it was like you'd go to Sheets and you'd get the Sheets Death Dogs, which was like, you know, a hot dog and with everything on it and chili and everything like that. And you're eating it at two o'clock in the morning. It was the greatest thing in the world. 
Yeah. I call that <laughs> Sheets death dogs. Anybody from Pennsylvania, from Western Pennsylvania, knows exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. We ha- I think we have one listener out there. So, you know, go ahead and write in. Go ahead and, and you know, Chime prop in up on this crazy story. Yeah, exactly. Well, that is that is if that listener's not working on their manifesto in a cabin somewhere. <laughs> That's terrible. Right. And probably also true. Now, Mark, I want you to know that I love you and I, I feel your pain and let them have their little moment in the sun because we all know that Casey's is not truly open unless Jim Omahundro is playing the piano outside and he is not yet back. No. Oh, doesn't. okay, okay. So true. until there is jazz and ragtime music being played outside Casey's, it's not that, truly open. That's true. That's true. Is Did, and is there any word on that? I or it's just it's just I have, I have heard returning soon. Okay. But then again, in this day and age, if he's considered streetmosphere, he very well could have been axed. Is the piano still out there? It was last time I was there. It okay. was, yeah. It was okay. out there. I didn't so, notice. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it's definitely still out there. If no one has anything else to add, any sad hot dog tales, tears for Stacy, whatever, I'm going to turn this over to Tony to um, close out the show. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, the podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris's team plan your family's next magical trip to Casey's. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Chris, Bridget, Mark, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.